Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Catfish Weekly with Lyle Stokes, Doc Lang, myself, Chuck Davidson. How's it going tonight, Doc? Pretty good. It's hot here in Ohio. The only thing that's cool are the gas prices are at two thirty-three a gallon. They're down to two here. They're going down. So uh, I hope they good. stay that way. <laughs> oh yeah, man. It's it seems like they just uh, target us during the wrong times. You know, holidays. They know when people's going to be traveling, and they raise them and get their money when they can. Yep. So. So, uh, it looks uh, like a spawn is in full swing here in Ohio right now. So. Did y'all go? Did you have a tournament last weekend? No. Uh, no, I was supposed to go one on the Ohio River, but uh, there was just a little too much wood coming down that uh, big river. West Virginia got pounded, and all that wood was coming down through there, and I decided not to go. Not worth getting. Five six hundred dollars worth of transducers ripped off the back of the boat. Yeah, it's um, I think the spawn's over here, but we're having you know them afternoon thunderstorms where the uh you know has crazy pressure. Sometimes it'll it'll trigger a bite. Sometimes you won't catch nothing. Um, yeah, we went out Sunday. It was blazing hot. Got w one really good fish to the boat and. Uh, he was tangled up in mother line. He got off, and I didn't get another bite all day Sunday. Mm. So I think it was just because yeah, I, I was just relaxing and just trying to stay cool and wasn't pushing it too hard. I really didn't care if I really got a bite anyway. I was loving it. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they, uh, you know, the the frog tog chill pad you put around your neck, do you use those? No, I've never used those. Yeah, they They're pretty they, good. You just get them wet. Is that all you do? Yeah, you get them wet, and they keep the the blood going through your neck cool, um, you know, and it helps the cooling of your brain. Um, I I had two heat strokes at Desert Storm, and I've got to be really careful not to have another one. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's 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 not too pretty, and I had I had them about a month apart, um, both times. I came really close to having to leave. And uh, come back stateside because it was so bad. I one time I was in for three days, the other time five days. But um, you know, I've got to be real careful out there. And they're saying that's the best thing for you know to keep from getting heat strokes, keeping that them arteries cool on the side of that neck and yeah. everything. So um, even having a bimini top out there Sunday, it was just unbelievably hot. Yeah. We were on the water Saturday, and it it was hot. And I had to bend me up, but we didn't catch no fish. No, it's um, you know that's what's weird down here. You know the spawn's supposed to be over, but I don't know. You know a lot of times they're still too weak, and you know just just don't have the energy because they're they've exhausted. You know they're uh, they got to build their strength back a little at a time. Yeah, but, but yeah. yeah, yesterday they just wouldn't want to cooperate at all. A few days before that, my brother caught was catching pretty good down on a couple of pulls down. But mm -hmm. uh, you know how it goes. One day it's always yesterday or tomorrow. Yeah. What's the water temperature down your way right now? Eighty-seven. It's eighty-five up here. Yeah, we had that good rain. That uh, I'm in the skinny water. They were running current pretty good. Uh, I'm sure the sloughs are just bulling. Yeah. 
so uh, my my next tournament's on seven nine on Lake Wilson. We're going to be having a night tournament up there from uh, five p.m. to two a.m. It's two and a half hours from the house. So that's going to be because uh, I'm not going to try that drive home. And that's the uh, boat ramp. Did you ever hear about the vultures eating the rubber off of the windshields of the uh, people's tires and uh, you know around the windshield and stuff at the Wilson boat ramp? Did you hear about the uh, vultures? Not, a, not the Wilson. I always heard them that happening in Virginia on the James. Yeah. I heard that. Oh, it they happened doing it at Wilson. There. Yeah, it, it was in. Uh, uh, 2013 uh, safety harbor right there below Wheeler Dam there's a little boat ramp um, you go on down from where you fish off the platform and all um, they had a bass tournament down there and vultures just came in and tore up some bass fishermen's trucks I mean they were just all over it they are, were they, just, are they eating the rubber is that what they're doing yeah, the rubber gets hot, and they'll get down there, and they'll just start pulling that rubber off from around that windshield and stuff. Anywhere there's rubber on a car, they start pulling at it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's it's That it's would not be fun. Uh, so I, I was thinking about, well, I was going to, you know, bring my hammock maybe and, you know, sleep in my hammock, you know, before I drove back. But, you know, with them vultures out there, I'm just going to lean on back in the truck seat and <laughs> snooze that way again. Wow. In a two and a half hour drive home at two in the morning. That, that I just wouldn't be able to handle it by myself. Yeah. No wow. Yeah, Daniel Kennedy, he just posted saying haven't had any luck in the past week in Illinois, so I don't know if anybody else is doing any good anywhere. Um there was a tournament on the Ohio River, it went out of Tanner's Creek. I didn't get any of the results. From it, but I do know that there was uh, 80 some pounds of fish for first and 80 something for second, and a 39 pound big fish was caught. But I didn't get any details anymore on it. So if that's the case, and it's <laughs> and I know the big fish was a flathead, so it was 39 pounds. But the water was way up. I mean, it was way up. Said so there was enough wood that you could walk from the Indiana bank over to Kentucky bank. That's a lot of wood. Wow. Coming down through there. You know, anytime you see the, that water raise that quick, the, you know, that, that it always sweeps all that wood that's along the bank. It just sweeps it right off. Yeah, it's uh, those deadheads. Uh... You know, they're really, really dangerous. Um, they'll take you out in a minute. Yeah. Yeah, I've had a few of those uh, trees come sliding right up the anchor line. Uh, that, that does uh, make you pucker when that happens. It, it, that is not fun at all. Once a tree comes off your anchor rope, then you got the boat to contend with. Yeah. Yeah, it's really... You gotta really stay on your toes that way. That's uh, that's a good way to get in trouble. I've I've been close a couple of times. Um, it's real scary, especially at nighttime. Yeah, and see, I I don't even know how people even 
handle it at night. That that would drive me crazy. I wouldn't even want to be out there. Yeah, uh, Tony Caton just uh, he just meshes headed to the James this weekend to buy his own. Yeah, the uh, out on the East Coast, they they seem to be catching pretty good down in the Virginia area of South Carolina. So hopefully, I mean, just in Alabama, just there's just not a whole lot of uh, fishermen down here, you know, that go out catfishing. So that's hard for me to tell if I'm not able to go out myself and not seeing post if people's catching or not, you know. And these other yeah. places that people go, you know, frequent, you know, a lot of the other states, man, that's just you know, catfishing is dominant up in those areas, yeah. and um, you know, down here there's five bass tournaments at every at every boat ramp every weekend, and you can't find a catfish tournament nowhere. Uh, wow. Yeah, so it's, it's hard. For, yeah, it's hard for me to stay up on if the catfish are biting or not down here. I just got to go out and give it a try if I want to find, find out. Find it yourself. Huh? Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, that, that's amazing because. You've got some wonderful water down there. Yeah, uh, you know the, this pool I'm on. Um, there was a fish weighed in in 2008. Uh, they said it weighed 114 pounds. Uh, but when D, DNR weighed it hours later, um, they had they had it out of the water. All that probably didn't have any slime coat left on it. It was 104. Wow. That's a big difference. Um, yeah, which you know, the Warrior River has skipjack in it. It's it's connected with you know you can lock through all the way to the Gulf. So it's got you know skipjack can make their total run through locks. You know they can get back and forth to the ocean until they get the Smith Lake. But the new state record, 120 pounds, was caught out of the Warrior. And you know oh, okay. all, we also got you know the the four lakes. Uh, of the Tennessee River, North Alabama, you know. So we got Gunnersville, Wheeler, Wilson, and Pickwick. The state record come out of down here to really, um, you know, to show off what what's going on down here. Yeah. After the state record was caught, Cabela's come down on the Warrior River, tried to have a tournament, and it ended up being one of those times where the fish wasn't biting worth the crap. You couldn't buy a bite, so they yeah. weren't able to, um, you know, show off what kind of fishery it is. And that's how it usually happens, you know. Finally, tournament when when you're able to show off your your waters, it's always a bad bite of, of you know, a deep front coming through on you. Um, but you know, there's some really good waters down here. If we could just, you know, get the uh, catfishing where we need it. Yeah. Ricky Poole, he just posted Tennessee two had three huge takedowns on Saturday night, but came up empty-handed. Story of my life. <laughs> yeah, I know all about it. Magicians, man, they can get a skipjack head off of a double hook rig and not get a point. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Hmm. Yeah, you're kind of fading in and out every now and then. I don't know if it's, you know, I've had all kinds of issues with my computer. So I'm using, I've been 
last two or three shows, I've had to use my phone. And actually, last week, as we were wrapping things up, the phone even quit. So I'm going to have to take a look and see if I got a... I know my router is new, but I'm, I'm going to look into taking a look at this modem and see if I can get something changed. Yeah, you can check your uh, your connections, too. If you got DSL, you might want to check your... Uh your communication cable make make yeah. sure that the uh, I had one that drove me crazy and it took me three months to figure it out phone company I mean the cable company came out and checked and everything and it drove me crazy and I ended up finding it myself hmm. what's your next tournament you're looking forward to uh, I'm not sure uh, most of the tournaments right now that are in my area fall on the weekend that I have to work. Oh, yeah. uh, right now, probably the Monsters on the Mississippi is my next one. Oh, yeah, that's that's about everybody's um, most favorite this year, I believe, because it's going to be new, you know, so everybody's looking forward to it. I mean, just fishing on the Mississippi River, so, you know, one of the bucket lists that I'm dying to do and get out on the James before that fishery. I, you know, the Potomac, I want to get out there bad also, but, you know, the Mississippi River, I don't think it can be damaged as fast as those fisheries over there. But uh, I'm looking forward to uh, fishing down there this year. Uh, I've never been there in September. The last time I was there was like June. And uh, man, that was that was some cranking current. Yeah, did you get was you uh, down in the Memphis area? Yeah, yeah, we fished. Uh, I think it was a Bass Pro tournament, the championship. It was a two day. Uh, that's a year that uh, uh, can't even think of his name now. Phil King. Came in with a hundred pounder on day one, and uh, following day, can't remember who it was, come in with another hundred pounder that top fills fish. Oh yeah, it's a hundred and eight, I think. Yeah, it was, it, that was that was pretty good. Yeah, that that right there, I mean, that's just unbelievable. That's yeah, been that was some... perfect. That was pretty amazing because that was the first time I'd ever seen a 100-pound fish. Lynn's was close, you know, hers being 88. But, it, you know, when I looked at that 100-pounder in there, it made Lynn's look like a minnow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's some uh, very, that's some big, you know, there was one tournament. I can't remember what circuit it was, but three guys tied for first place, and I believe that was on the Mississippi River, too. Do you remember that one? Yeah, I remember because I think... Uh, they tied uh, for first. Yeah, Jeff Dodd, and I don't remember who else, who the others were. But, yeah, that... Yeah, that's a, <laughs> that'd be wild you know, when you think about it. Yeah, maybe. Hey, you think you got, man, I got a good weight here. You get to the weigh-in, and somebody else has got the same thing you have. Exactly, you know, and, and the three people do it. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, just what are the odds of, you know, seeing that? 
They said they took first, second, third place, put them together, and divided it three ways. <laughs> I mean, but how? I mean, to. I mean, there's got to be a winner. You got to figure out a way before these events happen, in case something like that happens to, uh, you know, by the big fish or something. But yeah, that that was pretty awesome. I don't think that will ever happen again. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I'm sure it'll happen again at some point. It, it you know, it's like breaking a a record. So. Yeah, I mean, a three hey, uh, at 200 pounds. I believe it was. I think it was up in the 200 pound too. Yeah. I think it was like Cliff, 213 pounds three ways or something. Cliff Miller just posted, where is Lyle this evening? Well, Lyle has got a real bad cough, and uh, he's just kind of staying off the air. He's letting me and Chuck <laughs> sit here and wing it. <laughs> uh, he's there. He's just not saying anything. He's watching, but he's not saying anything. Yeah, the uh, I believe, you know, the Monsters of the Ohio is really going to be this is going to be a, uh, a a good breakout year for that tournament. I believe I, I I'm really expecting a, a good a good way in this year. I, I just got a good feeling about it. Yeah, I'll be it'd be interesting to see how he does his trailering. That has got. You know, he's going to allow trailering this year, and that's going to be the first time. Uh, be interesting to see how he, he does that. Yeah. So it, it, when you think about it, it just sounds like a logistic nightmare because they're going to have three ramps that you can, you know, one of them's going down river, the other one's going up river, and then you have the main ramp right there in Owensboro. Right. Yep, and you know everybody coming back together at one way in. Uh, you know, right now, right now the way you, you're coming out of the water, you know, and everything's just smooth. You know, yeah. Um, you know now you're gonna have you're gonna have a line of boats trying to leave. You know, and, and more boats trying to come in the parking lot. I don't know it. They'll 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 have it worked out where it's gonna be smooth. Oh yeah, you know Aaron's. Uh, he does a great job, and he's he's done a, a great job from day one, and it's gotten be better. You know, I, I just like the fact that you know it goes so smooth from the time you get there in the in the morning to where we launch. It, you know, there's he's never had any hiccups. No, it's. Uh... You know, it's it's really smooth. Every boat's checked one at a time, and it doesn't slow down things down one bit. Um, yeah, I like I like the way you know both times I went, I was very happy at the uh, you know the whole event, everything. Yeah. I'll probably working track. on some secrets for the next. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's Vile's back there in the background uh, taking notes. Let's see. <laughs> uh, so I'm hoping that this heat will finally go down a little bit uh, and get the, the. It'll start to turn the fish on. 
uh, our weather up here is calling for 70 degrees midweek. Uh, you know, a lot of times that, that that'll kick them in and make them really go. So even if they are on the spawn, because uh, I know Cabela's has a big tournament coming up at the end of July out of Portsmouth, Ohio. So that's going to be a good tournament. Unfortunately, I have to work that weekend, so I won't be able to go fishing. Yeah, well, you you um, you got to work every other weekend. Yeah, yeah, and it's like yeah, I, every other weekend is always when the tournaments are. They're always on my work weekend. So yeah, I had limited, to do that. Yeah, limited amount of vacations, and you know, I kind I got to save my vacation, you know, for some of the tournaments that I like to go to. I. Almost for the last two years, I've gone to Tennessee in April or May and just fished for a week and uh, usually fish the Cabela's tournament during that time. But I think next year, we're just going to go and we're going to go again in either April or May. But we're not, I don't think we're going to fish the tournament. We're just going to chase fish because we had a blast chasing the fish this past year. Kingston? In Tennessee. Yeah, we were in Kingston, but I think we're going to stay below. Uh, we're going to fish around Chattanooga in that area. I'm going to stay below Watts Bar. I like the looks of that water down there. I love Kingston area. Don't get me wrong. There's a ton of ledges and stuff like that in there, but uh, you know, I, I just want to try another another part of the Tennessee River. Nickajack is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I really like Kingston. We got this one area where it's uh, it's got a major ledge, and I've got a real good picture of it. It comes off 15 foot of water. It's a flat coming off of the bank, and it comes out maybe about 50, 60 yards, and it's just a flat. It's 15 foot deep, and then all of a sudden you hit the ledge, and it drops from 15 and goes right to 45. And them fish hang right against that ledge. You know, they're using it as a highway. Uh, this year I pulled a, it was the first time I'd ever pulled a flathead while I was dragging. Uh, never caught a flathead drifting or dragging until this year. And I pulled a 45-pound flathead uh, that hit a dragon rig that was, it was way back behind the boat, too. <laughs> it took... It took me forever to get that guy in there. Hey, Caden, that one up with him. What's that? What's that, Chuck? Um, oh, Tony Caden said, uh, was asking if there was any big channel cats in my waters. Um, no, Tony... It just seems like the the blues are so it takes the dominance away from the channels. Um, we've got some highland reservoirs uh, that have channel cats in them, and they get really big. I've caught a seventeen pounder. Still put some striped bass and stuff in there, but the waters down here that's loaded with uh, blue cats, we we just have a hard time getting big channels to uh, 
you know, the channels to get big, you might catch one, you know, 8, 10, 12 pounds, but, you know, up around 15 sometimes, but for some reason they just don't want to get big down here with all these blues. Now, is, is Skip and Shad the primary down there? Is that the primary bait? Yeah, you know, carp and sucker is really good. Um, you know, a lot of people, you know, still use bluegill cut and live, but, you know, primary, the, the for real, real oily uh, base, uh, you know, Skipjack and Shad and uh, Sucker is about, the you know, the three oiliest that I've, I come in with. Yeah. You know, there's been reports of, uh, you know, gold eye and moon eye up in some tributaries and stuff like that, but there's just, I don't think they're populated enough where you can actually just go catch them. You know, they, yeah. they, they show up at them uh, check stations, but I don't think that there's huge populations like there is in the north. You see what Dan or Kennedy just posted? What's that? Oh, yeah. You can camp on my pier or in the back. They, they don't uh, allow tent camping here, but if you've got a lot here, uh, family and friends can camp in your yard. But uh, I'm always willing to have people come camp. Uh, we have a good time down here on this river. Me and Daniel make head your way then. Oh next yeah. Year. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, the Coosa River, you know, the I'm on the lake that you know Steve Douglas had that monster event on a few years ago. That $500 entry, monsters on Logan Martin. Yeah. Um, I'm on that body of water, but I'm up on the skinny part. You know, it it's it's shaped about like Wheeler, you know, half of it's river and uh, the other, the, the lower end's like a lake. Got you. But um, I'd, I'd rather live on the river than the lake any day. Yeah. I'd rather fish a river than a lake. Though as I'm getting closer to retirement, the lakes around here are starting to look pretty good because they're they're close by and I don't have to travel so far. Yeah, but you know, if I'm gonna fish um matter of fact if I'm gonna fish a lake I can go on the pool above me and I can get there faster than I really wow. so close to the dam I can just go above up in Neely Henry. It's a really good body of water also. Yeah. You guys have big stripers down that area too, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, if I'm if I'm not fishing the tournament, I love catching them things. This last tournament that we fished at Cabela's, we I think we Daniel and I caught like eighteen stripers and, and we had like four or five of them that were over thirty pounds. They were big. Oh yeah, man, they're so much fun, and you know, I don't think 
I heard they even spawn wide open. They never slow down for no reason. You know, they're always wide open. Yeah, when they pick up a bait, they're wide open, all right. Oh, yeah, they're always wide open. Yeah, when you get done, you got six rods that are all tangled together, and then it's like they know, well, I'll just tie it all into a nice little knot here so you can keep, don't have any rods anywhere for a while. Oh, yeah, so anytime you want to come down, just come on down. Okay. You know, some some of them guys, you know, the, you know, from Wheeler to Owensboro, I think it's only three, three and a half hours. And a lot of guys like, man, if I lived in Alabama, I'd fish Wheeler all the time. I mean, it, the guys from Owensboro could probably get to Wheeler in about the same amount of time as it takes me from where I live. Yeah, I think... I think Adam told me it's only four hours, and uh, that's where, uh, and that's coming from Owensboro. Yeah. I think he told me it was like four hours to Wheeler. Yeah, it's it's, it's not a bad drive at all, and, you know, it takes me uh, right around three, and then yeah. take me about three hours, 45 minutes to get Nine to Wilson. Yeah. That's coming right straight down 75, too. <laughs> yeah, uh, you, if you hit Nickajack, I think you will love Nickajack. It's a it's a beautiful lake. Chattanooga is a really nice town to visit. Got a, a very nice aquarium, riverboat. You'll you yeah, really enjoy you would enjoy Nickajack. Cliff Miller asking, so any updates on the Mississippi River Monster? Boat numbers, updated prizes. Uh, not that we know of right now, Cliff. Actually, we need to get George back on here uh, so we can find out, you know, what all is going on with that tournament. Uh, yeah, I don't... I don't know any any uh, updates on that at all. Every once in a while, I'll see where some people signed up, but I I don't even know how many people signed up now. Yeah, no, I I don't have a clue. I'm I'm with Lyle, so I don't even know what boat number he is. I think he's in the top ten. Hundred and twenty nine boats. How much? Hundred and twenty nine? That's what that's how many people um Yeah. So far. Hmm. Phil King's ninety nine, so Phil King's going finally. I'm gonna try to fish against fish against him, and he he's always working. <clears throat> he works so much he can't fish. Yeah. And uh, he saves vacation days to uh, guide these uh, these certain individuals that's been guiding with him for years. And he uses a lot of his vacation up in the fall, and uh, takes these repeat customers out. Yeah. You gotta do what you gotta do. 
it'll work. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, we're number 10. Okay. Thanks, Lyle. Uh, yeah, I know this work thing gets in the way. <laughs> but, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm still, at least my health is good. I hope it stays that way. Because I sure do love getting out on the boat. Yeah, man, I couldn't fish without working. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah so. it's, it's it's not cheap like it was years ago. I remember uh, 20 years ago back in the 90s, man, I could, it wasn't nothing for me to leave on a Friday night and stay down on the river and come back on Sunday. Yeah, now, I, now I'm lucky to make it one day. Yeah, I mean, I I can't really do both. I can't I can't fun fish as much as I used to fishing tournaments because you gotta you know you gotta put money back um, to you know to go off to these tournaments. You know when I wasn't finished tournaments, I could fish a couple of days during the week after work. Um, you know every weekend. I mean, but even living right here on the lake, I don't uh, go out here as much as I used to. But I used to go to a different lake every weekend, just about. And yeah. you know, fishing these tournaments, if I did that, I wouldn't have money to fish the tournaments. Yeah. I enjoy the tournament fishing. I'm really starting to enjoy it. My, my grandkids are to the point where they they're like to be on the boat. So... I'm to the point now where I, I enjoy taking them out. I'm, we have a tournament uh, here in, uh, let's see, it's the first weekend in August, and it's a four-day. It starts at 12 noon on a Thursday and goes to 12 noon on Sunday, and all you do is catch one fish. <laughs> biggest, biggest fish takes the, the pot, and they pay down like 20 places. And uh, my grandkids, for the last three years, have been coming, like, in first and third. I mean, last year, I had every one of them. Uh, I had five. I took five of them. And I put every one of them into either they won money or they won a a new fishing pole. So it was kind of cool, you know, because they recognized me. You know, know, I'd come home. And then I'd take another set of grandkids up the following day, and I'd come home, and I'd take another set. So <laughs> it, it was a lot of fun. And the kids, you know, they, they love it. So so this year I'm taking uh, I'm taking my granddaughters. I'm taking three of my granddaughters and two of my grandson uh, this year. So, But I'm only going to do two days of it. That got really hard doing four days of it last year. So I'm only going to just do two days of it. But it, it's a lot of fun because I don't have to pick up a rod or anything. All i got to do is throw them out there, let the kids sit there and watch them. You know, Nate start grabbing the rods. So a lot of fun. Grandpa really likes it. I, I really enjoy it. It's a lot of fun when I do that. Have you heard anything else about the uh, Catfish Conference next year? No. 2017? No, I'm going to be one of the. Uh, I'm going to be giving a seminar, and it's going to be on Lawrence uh, depth finders, how to set them up, what to do, how to do it, that kind of stuff. Uh, 
I do know I talked to uh, I talked to uh, uh, Steve Douglas, and he said that uh, we should. Uh, you know, it's going to be a two-day deal this year, uh, and it's not bad. You know, I think he said it was going to be five bucks a day or something like that. But uh, I know. Uh, I think he's got a lot of seminars scheduled for that two days, so it ought to be awesome next year. Yeah, maybe Lyle will give me a break where I can go see one or two of them. <laughs> yeah. <So>, well, with <laughs> you know, now that I'm with the group, you know, maybe we can just have two of us there, and we'll just keep switching each of us, keep switching out, so we can go catch some of these seminars. Yeah, that's. You know, I, en I enjoyed them last year, so. Yes, yeah, uh, too much information to be passing up. You got to say oh, yeah. it. That's worth yeah. the whole trip right there. Yeah, I enjoyed myself last year. My biggest thing was, you know, seeing James Patterson. I had, you know, I fished a bunch of years against him, and I really had learned a lot from him. And boy, it was, it was just a thrill for me when he hollered at me and he come walking up there and. Stuff. Everybody was looking at us. We're both standing in the aisle. They're hugging on each other. You know, two grown men, but you know, we hadn't we hadn't seen each other in a long time. And it, you know, th those are bonds that you make with fishermen that you know you you just don't you just can't imagine what the feeling was seeing him. And you know, for me, it was it was great. That made my that made my day. Just going down there. That made that was my highlight for the weekend. Uh, yeah, man, I um, I think it's going to get you know a lot bigger, uh, especially after the word got out last year that you know everybody that didn't go, you know, w wish they would have now because that ended up being really something good. That's what's yeah. going to make it better because. It's going to be something that you don't want to miss. Yeah. Uh, you know, guys from Arizona came out, New Mexico, California. Um, people was coming from everywhere just, you know, just because it's catfishing. I mean, it's a big yeah. deal. And, it's going uh, to be a little bit easier because it's going to be right here at the airport. If somebody wants to fly in, they can just fly in. Boom, they're there. It's like Steve said. Once once you're there, you don't have to leave for everything, anything because everything's right there that you need. Oh yeah, yeah, it's great. Also, something else uh, we need to mention that uh, Paul Strauss uh, still needs a lot of our prayers. Uh, I haven't heard any update on him at all. Haven't seen anything, so I don't. Maybe somebody here in the chat. Uh, knows anything that's going on, please uh, put it up there and we'll say, you know, but keep him and his family in your prayers, please. Yeah, um, you know, yesterday he was fighting uh, fever and um, infection in his arms, and, you know, he's just having so many surgeries and all. It's, yeah. um, you know, it's going to be a hard fight, but they're going to need all the help they can get. This is going to cost them a lot of money. Um, you know, she's going to be standing there with him, you know, for months, months, and months. And, you know, the, they still got a house back in Knoxville that they have to, you know, pay for with a daughter there. So, 
You know, yeah. it's going to be, um, you know, they're going to need all the help we can give them. Okay, we got, uh, there's a Twisted Cat Outdoor on July 9th uh, at Warsaw, Illinois, with $2,000 added money. What do you think about that? Wow. <laughs> That's going to be a good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really good. Yeah, Alex is doing an awesome job with with the trail. He's... um. You know, they, these are really. This is really pumping the cat guys up out that way, man. They're loving this stuff. Yeah, that's gonna be a good one. Um, you know, and, and Daniel's got the one coming up, the Alabama Catfish Trail. I was talking about the one on Wilson Seven Nine. Um, you know, we we really need a good turnout for that one. From it's gonna be uh, 5 p.m. to 2 a.m. going out of Safety Harbor, so. If y'all want to get down here to the Tennessee River and do some good night fishing, uh, come on down and fish with us. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah, one of the guys just posted on here, and, and this, again, we cannot stress enough that uh, safety is number one thing on, when you're on a boat. Uh, Cliff Miller posted that they had a boat go through the Keokuk Dam this past Saturday said it went through an open gate, came out the other side. One of the guys is still missing. So, yeah, guy just wear them PFDs uh, and just know your surroundings. Your things can change in a heartbeat. Yeah, you know, just because you can swim don't mean you... you you don't need that life vest on, so especially at night time when you're going down river, you never know when there's going to be a log up underwater about six inches or whatever. So, you know, anytime that uh, boat motor's running, have that life vest on. Um, you know, it. You know, your grandkids need you around because uh, somebody's going to need to short. You know, teach them how to fish for catfish. So. That's a big motivation for me. That grandson, um, you know, I I used to do some pretty stupid things that I've been getting away with for years, but you know, since you know Le Leanne's grandson's been around, um, I'm just real cautious everything I do because I know that he needs me here because I'm the last resort he's got. You know, know the woodsy and the water stuff. You know, there's no fishermen or hunters or none of that. And, uh, boy, he needs me bad. I got to be here. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to be one of them statistics out there on the river that somebody says, man, he was a dumbass. Because more or less, I mean, when people say that, it, it's most of the time it's true. They had no business doing what they were doing. And... You know, that they just thought it couldn't happen to them. Yeah. And, you know, safety well, that first. that kind of stuff happens so quick. That's the thing. It, it just happens so quick, no matter what. You know, if your motor dies out, you know, matter of seconds, you know, especially if you're below a dam, you know, it's got them hydraulics and it's constantly pulling you back anyway. Yeah, um... 
you know, back a few winters ago, uh, when, when Jason Bridges fell in uh, below the damn thorn for Skipjack, getting ready to take some clients out, you know, he fell off the front of his boat um, in very, very frigid waters. And he said if he wouldn't have had a ladder on the back of his boat, having that 100-mile-an-hour suit on, there's no way he could have got back in that boat. Hmm. And, you know, like he said, he's done it a thousand times. And he never thought it could ever happen to him. Yeah. But boom, you know, one of the best guides in the country takes a tumble off the front of his boat. Um, you know that it can happen to anybody at any time. Yeah. Yeah, Cliff just. Posted, he said, Lyle knows what that dam is like at sight. They had over a dozen gates open. I guess the guys had motor issues. Oh. Yep, just can't stress enough. I, you know, I've got the new PFD, uh, the automatic PFD that I wear now, and I'm to the point now where I, I very seldom don't have it on. You know, if I go to throw the cast net on the front, I've got it on whenever I go to. Uh, deploy my trolling motor. I've got it on, you know. And, and my biggest rule is, if the big motor is running, you know, everybody wears a PFD. So. All right. Um, we've been at it for about forty-five minutes, and I know I'm wore out, man. I don't know about you, but you got any closing statements? And what's that tip of the week, Doc? You got one for us tonight? Yeah, well, the only closing statement I'll have is uh, uh, there's a tournament on the end of July. It's Cabela's tournament. It's going out of Portsmouth. Anybody wants to go to it, uh, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's Portsmouth, Ohio, and it's on the Ohio River. A dock's tip for the night. Uh, we're halfway through the fishing season, and I... I fish all year long. I don't fish as much winter as I used to because I'm getting older and, and the cold bothers me. But my tip tonight is uh, your rod holders. Uh, usually about halfway through the season, what I like to do is I like to take my rod holders off. Now, it doesn't matter if they're monsters or if you're running uh, drift masters, but unscrew these things, and this is one I just took off, and I know I... I don't know if you can see it, but there's a little bit of rust starting to get on in threads. And what I'll do is I'll take them all off. I'll take a wire brush or a wire wheel that's on a, a grinder, and I'll clean these off. And if the threads are damaged, you know, I can run a die down on them. This is a half 13-course thread. Um where it fits into, that's a half 13 course. You can run a tap in there to clean those out. Um, because I like to change my, depending on how I'm drifting or if I'm anchored, I like to change the position of them. But if these things start to lock up and gall up, you know, they're really tough to get on and off. So halfway through the season, I take them off, I clean them up. Uh, a lot of times I'll put a little bit of never cease on there just to make sure that they'll, you know, come off. 
Uh, the one thing you don't want to do is really crank down on that half-inch nut that holds that stem in place because what you're going to do is you're going to take those threads that are in that aluminum that are holding it onto your boat and you'll stretch it. So, you know, just snug these things up good and tight and uh, you'll be good to go. And that's Doc's tip for the night. That's all I got, Chuck. Okay. All right, Lyle. Well, we're just we're about through for the night. So if you want to, um, Lyle fall asleep on us. Hey, you're saying, <laughs> what are you doing, man? <laughs> he can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> He's still talking up a storm. Dude, yeah, cold. I just figured it would be better if I didn't do anything and let you guys knock it out tonight. <laughs> Good yeah. job. Sitting here hacking and coughing, and nobody wants to hear that stuff. But, uh, you know, uh, Ricky Poole had uh, posted in here about George Young placing a post on the. <clears throat> on the Facebook last week about a catfish circuit and I have heard about this I don't know too much about it yet uh, and, and I'm George will elaborate on it uh, at some time down the road and, and I know that Steve has something in the works I know nothing about that uh, uh, I know some guys was well, met with him and they had a little conversation and stuff but other than that that's about the extent of that but uh, catfishing <coughs> <laughs> Tournament catfishing is is on its way to the top. When we just need to uh, to let the the guys do what they need to do and and not do a lot of arguing and fighting and just keep uh, keep supporting everybody that we can. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, you guys about ready to close her out for the night? Yep, yeah. we're done. We're done. <clears throat> okay, for Lyle, for Chuck Davis and Doc Lang, I'm Lyle Stokes, and we'll see you next week on Catfish Weekly.